0: titles go i finished <laughs> restaurant <laughs> beef
1: miserable together
0: dirty chicken
1: my
2: happy
0: place <laughs> white people's barrel
3: <laughs> Hansen's disease what
1: do you want
2: me to tell you And stump midget tossing
0: boba fett junior <laughs> am i allowed to hate barbie
1: a few good green men
2: <laughs> do the work chill down quick white
3: Let's do this.
1: Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned.
3: Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm
0: Hugh. And his (laughs) mic is off.
2: Perfect! I'm Kev. I am not Corbs. I'm Jack.
3: But also a Corbs. Anyway, guys, what's got you geeked?
1: I am drinking a Moxie, because I just came back from Uh, Maine. A
0: diet Moxie. A
1: diet Moxie.
0: Mm. Do you like it though? I mean, honestly,
1: I you love really it. like it. Is, it. I, okay. I absolutely love it. it is are amazing. you
2: advertising for them? You're like mm.
1: my, my wife says it tastes like toothpaste. Um, yeah, but I I think it's great. I think it, it's people like
0: either, people either love it or hate it.
1: I wish I was there for Moxie Fest because that's apparently a thing there. But anyway, so we went to Maine and we had a good time. It was a little bit nerve wracking because we did something a little different this year, and we brought along Gigi, which is um, the the show kind of knows Helen, my wife's best friend. We, it's her daughter, the one that's Avery's age. They're best friends. I mean, they they've been together since they were babies. And we kind of thought that, you know, Avery goes on vacation with us and we're two old boring people and she's always miserable. So we thought maybe if we brought along a friend, they could go do shit and we could all enjoy ourselves. Kind of worked. Avery was still kind of miserable for the whole trip. You know, that's kind of her thing. Uh, But there were glimmers of her having fun. Uh, We did lots of beaching, seven trips to the beach in five days. Oh, my God, I'm so beached out.
2: Um, That's great. But
1: there's there's beautiful beaches there, but we went to or- or- Orchard Beach. We did the uh, they did the theme park, you know, the boardwalk, the the pier, all that kind of stuff. I uh, had some some good food. Uh, the were you going to say something, Kev? W- w- wasn't wasn't
0: Avery smiling in one of those pictures? At least one of them.
1: A- at least one, yeah, she was. <laughs> uh, but there were some where you know she just looked like you know. Eh. Um we had a fun time we went to the uh, the head, the Portland Headlight which is the most photographed lighthouse in the United States and, uh, and there Avery Avery almost died um
4: what? there there, what? there is a,
1: a, off to the side from the lighthouse there's they actually have it open for people to go down on it but these rocky ledges that go all the way down to the ocean and it's really far uh probably 100 200 yards Uh, You you have to see it. It's it's not just a couple rocks and there's the ocean. It's it's crevasses and you're jumping over shit. She starts beelining right down there. And I'm like, you know what, somebody better go with her. And of course, I really shouldn't be out there, especially in Crocs, but I did it anyway. Um We get down, down to the bottom where definitely the water comes up on the rocks and she's trying to get to the rock furthest out to where she can see the ocean steps on one that's covered in algae slips, almost loses her phone and her into the ocean. I've got to like find two dry places and bend over and grab her hand. Cause she, she can't move. She's, if she moves, she's, she's falling like, into the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so that was fun. Um, uh, <laughs> we also had a very interesting experience and I have some Google reviews up now, um, uh, because our last night there, we were looking to have a dinner somewhere. We we're gonna—we hadn't really done a fancy dinner. We had dinner the night we got into town at a Mexican place because it was Demara's birthday. Uh, but we've been keeping it low key since there was more people and it was getting pretty expensive. Uh, decided we're gonna go somewhere nice. So we look up this place. we passed it on the way through, called the Bowling Claw, and it's like an old restaurant, been around for 50 years, whatever. Um. Sounds great. Looking at the reviews, some people talk about the crazy lady who answers the phone. Anyway, <laughs> I call up because it's about quarter after four. We're at the beach. I call them to find out if we need reservations or and if they generally are super busy on a Monday. Um, now, I know that it's a vacation destination of the summer, but half their restaurants are closed on Monday and Tuesday. Like, those are slower days, so... You know, I thought it was a reasonable question. Lady on the other end of the phone goes, It's summer. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> wow. I'm like, okay. Bye bye. Turned around, called another place I'd read about called uh, Billy's uh, Chowder Shack or Chowder House, Chowder Shack. And they, same question, like, oh, well, you know, we do get a little busy, but it shouldn't be longer than a 25-minute wait. Perfect answer. That's how you get somebody as, somebody's business. So we go there and have the best damn meal of the trip, best fried seafood I've ever had, and I got to try oysters for the first time, raw oysters on the half shell. Mm. They were delicious. Nope. And afterwards, I left a review of uh, the Bull and Claw basically stating, you know, I asked a question. This is the answer I got. This is the answer uh, that I got from the other restaurant who actually wanted my business. So thank you for not wanting us because that led us to have the best uh, meal of our trip. Something to that effect. The owner goes, well, we just can't handle 300 people in one night. That was his, his response on Google. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything I said? No
2: You're fucking if jackass. If he wants your business, he'll make it work.
1: <laughs> I just, I don't understand why you would treat somebody calling to come there for dinner like that.
3: Do we have beef with a restaurant in fucking Maine now?
1: We have beef <sighs> with a restaurant in Maine. I just, I, and it's public too, because my Google review is up and he replied to it and I can't reply to him. They don't let you go back and forth. Uh, oh. it, it, any, at least I can't find a way. What are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. Dude, or, I, you I always
3: worried. do show notes.
1: What the fuck? Am I um, what?
0: Are you a are you a Google um? What do they call them? Yelpers? The,
1: no, the Google.
0: What's that?
1: I I don't know. Do you mean the people who have lots of reviews and everything? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I I am. And I didn't even do it on purpose. It's not like you know some people are like oh I have to review everything. I just started reviewing shit and my pictures and my reviews. And they're like ah ten thousand people have looked at your review or looked yeah. at your picture. I'm like holy shit. I just got my seven year badge
0: for that. Oh, wow yeah but um, i have i have a photo and there's been viewed
2: over a half million times
3: that is pretty awesome that's kevin's um, left nipple i
2: that's thought it was his mu- i thought it was just his mustache no actually
0: um, it's my wife <laughs> by the top of mount washington
1: but uh see was there anything else of no i mean th- there were lots of things that happened it was a pretty good time the hotel was all right at one point i think the guy at the desk was like trying to hit on me it was really creepy but... <laughs> i just i go down there to ask ask for a, a couple extra pillows and he's like you know and i can't big boy
5: <laughs>
1: where's your hand you know i might actually do better than that if i could talk um so so he he says to me and i don't want to use an indian accent because that would be like racist or something but he basically leans in and he's like so have you gone to a lot of beaches which beaches do you like? What kind of sand do you like? And it was just really, really hushed tones. I'm like, um, well, I, I like I li- the white sands nice. Oh, I like the white sand, especially further south with the blue waters. It was just a really bizarre. C- and then at the end, it's like, I'll go get your pillows. I'm just like, what the fuck was that? It was so weird. Um, and I also discovered this stuff. It's really good. If you have a chance to try it. Cabot ch- uh, cheddar cheese popcorn, cheesiest uh, popcorn Ooh. I've ever tasted. Like like yeah, by phenomenal. by like double, you know. I just bought it because it was Cabot. You know, it was like a an actual name brand cheese. It wasn't just like you know Clancy's white cheddar popcorn. You know, it was an actual brand, but really good. Uh, but I think that's it. I mean, I could probably go on more, but
3: I can lend you my section too if
1: you want. <laughs> like you just uh, that's going. okay, because <laughs> then I'd have to give it back and
2: yeah um so um we've all seen the movie happy gilmore basically like go to your happy place so um right after this podcast last wednesday my buddy called me and i haven't seen him in like i would say almost a year now because he's just always busy i'm always busy he's like so you want to go jet skiing on sunday so i'm like fuck yeah so i used to go like every summer i would go with like jet skiing like six eight times a summer so, I was like, he never follows through, though. He always says over promises, and then he never get to do it. So, like, I text him all week. I'm like, we still on for jet ski and We still on. No response. And then literally Sunday morning, like at 10 a.m., he's like, I'll be at your house in 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so. What's your buddy's name? Corey Martino. So. Um,
0: Either one of you guys hang out with uh, Nicholas Enrique?
2: No. <laughs> okay. Um, so his dad, um, has a house in, um, Elbridge. So across Lake we were jet skiing and literally we jet skied from Elbridge all the way to Baldwinsville. So you're going fast, you're going over like waves, you're doing like donuts in the water, like. Yes, you probably think of me. You're like, how can you do that? So like, like I said, I've been it's jet skiing. It's the machine. It's doesn't. No, I know. I've been jet skiing since I've been nine years old. So it's it's so much fun. I just love being on the water. And like, as you know, Sunday's weather was just like mid-70s. It was perfect. Um, just like going so fast. Like literally, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I got so high off the water. like Like literally, I hit a wave and I slammed so hard back down. I almost got waterlogged for the jet ski, but it was just like, so perfect. It was like, awesome. So like, usually you go so fast and then you like do some more wheelies and all that. So it was just a lot of fun. So people say like, like, Kev, like people on motorcycles, they have fun doing that. My happy place is just being on the water, doing some jet skiing. And it was just a blast.
1: You loved Wave Race 64, didn't you? I <laughs> did. That was my game. Good game.
2: Do you know which character I used for the for the? I
1: don't remember the characters.
2: Okay. Um, it was like a character with like green and purple or something like that. But yes, Wave Race '64 was my game. Good one, Hugh. Add that in.
0: Wow, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how you do a wheelie on a thing that has no wheels.
2: Well. Yeah, I don't know how you would do it. But yeah, you're just doing all sorts of things on it. It was just so much fun. Like, we could do so many different tricks with it. It was neat.
3: What do they call it when you do that on a snowmobile, Cap?
0: Um,
3: Flipping
1: over backwards. <laughs> Damn near dying. you're not
3: doing a wheelie <laughs> on <or> a snowmobile.
0: <laughs> a track stand or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure. All right. Some people some people call it wheelie, I guess. I. I but snowmobiles have wheels inside the Yes, they do inside the tracks. Those are, track. Those are yes. wheels. Those are wheels. All right. I got, I got, I got something. I got something. So um I finished. If you remember okay. back in June, remember back in June, I went on the uh the one ride I told you guys about the the, the Northeast Backcountry Discovery Route. Went from uh New Hampshire down to uh, Hancock, New York. So it just follows all these Crooked, you know, dirt roads and and trails and whatever, almost thirteen hundred miles. Well, we left in June. You know, on the sixteenth. By that Friday, there was all this rain and, and storm and crap coming up the east coast. So midday Friday, we're like, okay, if we continue to go south, we're gonna get we're gonna get hammered. And two friends of mine that had continued on, they did get hammered, and they were just covered in uh, rain, just. They, they they said it was horrible. Well we left front and and where we stopped was Gilboa, New York, in that in that area. Um so Saturday I didn't really have anything else going on. So I left Saturday morning, left my house, I don't know, six thirty before seven o'clock, whatever it was, and headed down towards Gilboa, picked the track back up, ended up in Andes, New York that night. I got this phenomenal campsite, so it's, I, I'm going to give this guy a plug, dirtroadcamp.com. He's in the Catskills, and he's New York, um, and he's got this, this phenomenal campsite. I mean, he's got this elevated platform with a wall tent on it. He's got a camp that he built into the side of the mountain with the whole back wall is all rock he's got an elevated tent site where it's got multiple levels and he's got an in in that same site there's a there's a four seat uh merry-go-round fire pit he's got all this awesome stuff he's a he's an interesting guy um we hung out that night he came up with a couple of beers and uh, i had some beers and we hung out and we 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 shot the shit and drank some beers and rode all over the mountain in and, his and side by side. He showed me all this different stuff and the, the, the lookouts and the trails and um, he has a little general story built up there. It was just a phenomenal place. The funny part about it is, was I was just going to get a campsite there, just a, just a place to put my tent up. But it, I knew the rain was coming in Saturday night. <clears throat> so, I texted him early on, and I'm like, do you have like a pavilion or something that I can hide under until like 5, 6 o'clock at night, which is when the rain was going to stop. By that time, it would have been passed by. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. I got you all taken care of. Okay, I didn't even think about it. I get there, follow him up the, the, the road to where he's got me um, for the night. It's the freaking elevated platform with the wall tent on it. He put me in this awesome campsite. And I'm just like, how did that even happen? The family that was in there, the the gentleman of the of the family had hurt himself that day hiking. And so they, they had to leave early. So he opened it, it ended up opening up. He gave it to me for the cost of what would have been a tent site. I was dry. I was living in luxury. This place has a bed and a wood stove and a kitchen area, a couch. I mean, you you don't even know. I mean, it it was it was the craziest thing. It was like it was meant to be. Like I I, I was supposed to be there that night. The ride all day Saturday was phenomenal. the The, the overnight was great. It was eighty two. I think was the high on Saturday that I saw like 100%, 98% humidity, that night, I woke up 54 degrees Oof. Sunday morning. Nice. What a change. Oh, my God. What a change. But it was awesome. I, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that cooler weather any day. Rode all day Sunday. It was just a phenomenal day. Went down into Andes. got breakfast, I just had a bagel and some coffee. And this is this is pretty funny. I I mean, I don't know. I think it's funny. I left the I left the the diner a a little before I should have, you know what I mean? Because you know you just get up in the morning and you have some coffee. I probably should have should have hung out for another 30 minutes.
5: <laughs>
0: Ride along and I'm like, "Oh man, oh man, and I'm just looking. I'm just looking." I'm like, "I'm going to pass a camp and they're going to have an outhouse." And I'm stopping. I don't know. I don't care if anybody's home. I'm stopping. I get almost to Hancock, New York, which is where the end is. And there's this, I'm driving along and I look over and there's this outhouse. I mean, it's, you know, the porta potty. And a parking parking lot next to what looks like it's a closed down bar or something. So I whip in there, jump off the bike, and I go And I open the door to the outhouse. It is, it's like somebody just cleaned it. So I'm like, I'm gripping clothes off and I'm, I just, I'm just so happy to find this place. (laughs) And, um, it was, it was like, it's like everything that happened this past weekend, everything just fell in place. I was done. I was in Hancock, New York with the end of the BDR. I was there by like 1220 in the afternoon, um, sitting in a diner, another diner, having a real full breakfast this time and, and uh, left there. I ended up home by four 30 in the afternoon. Did not think I was going to end up home until Monday because I wasn't really sure. The last leg from Andes to Hancock was 135 miles, but I didn't know how difficult it was. I, there was some, there was some questionable stuff in there, but it was really fun. <clears throat> it was all dry. It was nice and beautiful, beautiful waterfalls. In, in on this on this section happy to be done i paul will probably could could tell you that i've been a disagreeable fuck for the entire half second half of june and it's really it's really been gnawing on me that i wasn't able to finish now i'm finished i'm done and i'm still a disagreeable fuck. Well, I'm still a disagreeable fuck. And I guess that's never going to change. Nope. But at least I'm happy now. <laughs> because you finished. <laughs> they finished. <laughs> okay. It's a big deal. It's a 1300-mile track. I mean, I got over 2000 miles invested in that. And it, I mean, it was it was a great ride. But to get to get almost done and then have to abandon, that sucked. So I'm happy. I'm happy. So Kev, would you do
6: it again so that you could do the whole thing in over the course of like whatever how many days it would be? Would you go and do the whole thing if you could do it all together?
0: Again? I I would do it. I would do it again and I think I would do it differently. I think this last time I I tried to push it too hard and I tried to get done in less than you know, less than a week or whatever, less than seven days. I think I'd want to do each section in one day so that you could really enjoy. The sections, right, and you could and you could get to the end, and then you could get a nice place to stay, whether it's a campsite or a or a hotel or or whatever, and then enjoy the, the you know the the local, you know whatever it is, you know grocery or or um, uh, restaurants or whatever, because there's it's different depending on where you where you end up. The BDRs are really are really laid out in a way to allow you to end up in a place that's very interesting to be, you know what I mean? To to, to stay there and to enjoy and to absorb. Um, and I think I'd rather do it that way. If I do another one, and, and, I, and I will, I will do more because they've, they've got them all across the United States. Um, I think if I do, when I do more, I'm really going to do them the way they design it, which is one section per day. And, and, and I'm going to do it that way. I will definitely do the NEBDR again, and I'll do it um, south to north. The way it's intended to be, and I'll stop at, at at the end of each section, and I'll I'll do it that way.
6: Um, so, because I mean, I mean, you, you were just saying that you know there's some like beautiful scenery, some nice waterfalls. Yeah. Get out, get yeah. out, and, and enjoy those. Yeah. As opposed, like you said, just driving straight through and say, oh look, yeah. there's a water. So you would stop at those places. Yeah. Like you said, take a day and drive a section and and hit all the the spots and whatever. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I took more pictures. Saturday and Sunday, I took more pictures, stopped and took more pictures Saturday and Sunday than I did the entire time that we did the NABDR initially. And that's really not the way to do it. Pushing hard and pushing through it, that's really not the way to do it. Even though I've been through a lot of those areas before and I knew the areas, it was just, it's so beautiful. You know, the roads are just amazing. And the areas are just so beautiful, just stunning areas. And I stopped in this one, I come down this road, um, and and it took a it took a, a right turn, and as I'm coming down across this this road, and, I, and I'm looking overlooking this field, I look to my right, and it this field overlooks this valley, so I had to stop and take a picture. I'm like, this is uh, this is the northeast, you know. This is why we live here. Right. It's not because we like, love the taxes. It's because it's a beautiful place. Right. You know, and, you get and, out... and to be honest with you, it's
6: probably places that a lot of people. Who don't ride probably don't get to see very often, yeah. which which is nice. I mean, those are places that you'd like to go and see and and whatnot. So,
0: if you if if you guys have never spent any time in like Vermont, and New Hampshire, just just you know the little towns that are there, you know, like Stowe, Vermont, or there's some other places in New Hampshire, it, it, uh, Conway, Conway kind, of, kind of a touristy place, but it's okay. If you've never spent any time in those towns, I really suggest maybe looking looking them up and maybe putting them on your list because there's so much really cool stuff to see there. Cool hiking trails, train rides, um, just all sorts of really really cool stuff, and it, it it really gives you that you know this is what the Northeast has to offer, and and it makes it it makes it a lot easier to say you know i live in i live in upstate new york and i'm okay with it because a lot of people are like why the fuck did you live there like the governor's an asshole the taxes are crazy high but you know what i don't live in a country where i jumped onto a cargo ship's rudder to get away yeah think about that a couple of guys from nigeria stowed away on a cargo ship's rudder on top of the rudder. 14 Mm. days to get to Brazil. Ran out of food and water after 10 days. I don't live in that country. I'm pretty fucking happy. America.
2: Proud to be an (laughs) American.
0: I'm pretty fucking happy I live here. You and me both. I couldn't couldn't deal with that shit. (laughs) So that's what's got me geeked. I've been rejuvenated, and I'm, 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 I'm in a better place. Well, that's good. I'm glad you guys completed. I know that you were had been talking
6: about it for a while and and stuff. So that's that's great. Glad you actually got to get all the way through it. Sorry it took you so long to get all the way through it, but yeah, you did it. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, I guess it's my turn, I guess, right? Yeah,
3: we got you on a Mike. roll. Keep talking.
6: By the way, my uh, mic is on now. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we know. I didn't, I didn't realize I'd shut it off last week. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you had to
2: recharge um, it. <laughs> I did.
6: So, for what's got me geeked is uh, is this weekend, actually. Um, so, I got a couple things going on this weekend. Um, Saturday, is, I'm going to a graduation party with Kelly for her cousin it's her his daughter um it's her graduation party she just graduated from cns um she's going to le Moyne for school um which is pretty cool so we're going to be there on saturday and then on sunday uh, i'm taking my son to binghamton for speedy fest and her around
5: good time
6: yeah we we used to go um when i was together with my with my ex we used to go every year. Um, she's from down that area, and she lives down that area now. So, she uh, she called me last week and wanted to know if he wanted to come down for it. So um, I talked to my son about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to go." So, um, so we're gonna go down on on uh, Sunday. probably leave a little early in the morning. Um, I don't know, like nine ten o'clock. Drive down to Binghamton. Or just north of Binghamton. She lives just north of Binghamton. Stop down there, pick her up, and then drive into to Binghamton and go to the go down there for the. It's called Speedy Fles and Balloon Rally. They have high air balloons that launch um, usually around I want to say like five or six o'clock at night. They have to launch in the morning too, but we won't be there for the morning launch. It's like right at at dusk or dawn, right at dawn, right smack in the mornings, first thing in the morning they launch them and then they come back and they launch them in the in the afternoon, uh, early evening. So we'll go down there for that and spend the day down there. And then uh, last weekend, uh, last Sunday, I went to my dad's for a cookout. He uh, he had everybody over, he had me and my sister, uh, my mom, my aunt was in town from Virginia. We had, uh, it was like a family cookout. And uh, he made something called uh, dirty chicken, which is just basically chicken thighs Dirty, dirty chicken. Yeah, right. Um he made those. He made so he got a new flat top grill that he that he wanted to, he wanted to use. Yeah. Blackstone?
0: Blackstone. A Blackstone? Yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah, he got that. He's got a smoker. So we smoked mm. he smoked chicken. He smoked a dirty chicken. Um he made another uh another piece of chicken that had chicken with bacon wrapped around it. Which was which was really good. Um my dad likes to cook. He's got some uh some of that gene in him, so he, we did that, and then he made uh, ribs, and then he did uh, just some just some regular shrimp with some Old Bay seasoning on it, little uh, olive oil and stuff like that. So we went over there and had some pretty good food, and uh, just hung out for the for the afternoon with uh with my fat with the family, so which was nice. My dad and his his wife and my mom, my sister, and everybody was there. My brother came too, so. Lieutenant Dan was there.
0: Lieutenant Dan. So you got
2: new legs, Lieutenant uh, Diane.
6: So he, he hasn't been getting out too much. He's had some uh some issues with his prosthetic. So he's they're working on on getting him a, a different one or something. He's had some issues with the with the stump. So
3: that shit can take a while. A buddy of mine's been dealing with his for almost 40 years.
6: Yeah, it's it's yeah. different because when he when it first happens, the the knee or the stump is swollen, and then as you get slowly, as it's it'll, yeah, start, to, it'll start to like yeah, but it'll the swelling goes down, and then the prosthetic doesn't fit right, and have to re you have to refit it every every so often. So, um, so yeah, so he's I'm assuming he's got to go back to his the place that he got it from, which. Um, and get it kind of re- resized and all that's it and all that stuff for him. So, but it was just nice to hang out and see him. I uh, it's his birthday was last last Tuesday, so I went to we went Cracker Barrel one night for dinner, and I found my brother's a big uh, Bob Ross fan. He Used a lot, you know, he's happy trees and all that stuff.
0: The and, uh, uh, the politically correct way to say that is uh, white people's barrel. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Jesus, so I found a uh, a Bob Ross pen. So I bought him that, and I gave it to him for his birthday. So he he loved it. So
1: it occurs to me that this group of people knows a higher percentage of people with prosthetic legs than I think is probably the average. That's strange. It's I have it's a funny. cousin with one. So.
2: Well, it's funny, corbs. I was at a Halloween yeah. party 2 years ago, I want to say. I could have sworn at this party there was like probably about like 20 people, right? At least seven were Bob Ross. I'm like, am I missing something? Yeah, it was right after it
6: was right before he died or right after he died. Like everybody got into this this huge Bob Ross because My brother was one of them. He actually has the outfit to be Bob Ross. <laughs> he found it at uh whatever Spirit of Halloween or whatever and bought it. So
3: That's it for me. Outstanding. Um, mine quickly is just uh my busy ass August. Um, starting, starting this next week. I mean, I I'm Saturday we're doing SummerSlam at my house, which I'm assuming you're not coming, corpse. Um,
6: as far as as far as right now, probably New not. But. And
3: then I've got another Atlanta trip. Then I'm heading off to New Hampshire and Salem, and then we've all got. Sci-fi horror fest coming up at the end of the month. Um uh, oh. gonna be good times had by all. There is the potential, it's in talks right now. There may be a live Geek Pod on stage. Oh, so fuck yeah. We'll see what happens there. Um because with the the seg
0: after a strike, we may have to step in and fill some time. So I have an idea for that. I think I might approach somebody at the show Um, and find somebody that's like selling a game or that has a game and then, you know, maybe plug their, plug their company. Let's say, let's say it's a, it's like a, it's like a store that sells games.
5: Mm-hmm. We can
0: plug them and then you show one of their games or if it's one of the game makers plug their game actually on, on, uh, on live. Yes. Yeah. If we do, if we do a live show. Yes.
3: It's it's funny, I was just telling Corb's the other night that I've got some designs for the uh show. For cool for content for the show. Cool. So but I'm not ready yeah. to really reveal it to anybody. But come on, let's be honest, the show's not gonna make it all before sci-fi horror fest. So
5: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, well. But that's
3: what's got me geeked is all, all of the busyness going on in uh August for me. Just it's it's constantly go, go, go. So I'm most excited about uh, checking out Salem for the first time. That's going to be a lot of fun.
1: You have to eat at that restaurant, I told you, to.
3: Yes, that's on the list. But since we're running short on time here, I think it's a perfect time to roll right into Kev's Tabletop Review.
0: Okay, and this week I've got a fun one for you, and it's a game genre and uh, uh, enterprise property that I know several of our GeekPod members will really, really like. So this week I have for you Assassin's Creed Arena, the board game. Now, this has been out since 2014. And it's designed, the board is designed as kind of a grid. Um, picture a town that just has towers, all these towers. And as the assassin, or as actually, you're um, you're not assassins, you are, and you're not monks, you're something else. It's, uh, what's some of the other kind of characters in Assassin's Templars. Creed? Templars, you're Templars. Um, you're Templars in the game. And your job is to uh, c- get up to 15 points, right, before you run out of these action cards. So every every hand you have to, or every person that plays, you have to draw one of these action cards, and it um, it determines what's going on in that hand. So So you move around the board based on the cards that are drawn and based on the cards you have in your hand, the abilities that you have, And you take out targets, or you reveal targets, or you hide. And that is how you gain these points. Sometimes you have to carry treasure back to your original starting point in order to get those points. But you have to figure this out as you go. I'll read you a little bit about the game. Uh, Let's see. What what do they say? In Assassin's Creed Arena, based on the Assassin's Creed video game a series from Ubisoft, players compete to uncover the best targets for assassination. But before you can go in for the kill, sometimes you have to deal with pesky guards as well as your opponents. Players will collect cards and treasure, move guards and hide within the city of Constantinople until they find their time to strike. Combat is handled through card play, and the player who best manages his cards, or her cards, uh, will have the best chance at victory. I watched a playthrough. Oh, sorry, I hit my my mic. I watched a playthrough by a group, and boy, these guys, they were were a lot of fun. Um, The Boardroom is the name of their group. How cool. What a great name for the place where you go to play board games the boardroom come on so cool anyway <laughs> they had two-part video it was fun they had two-part video and they went through the gameplay and it was probably one of the best gameplays i've seen definitely watch it it's linked on boardgamegeek.com or just look it up on youtube um just a, just a really really great uh playthrough um again there's a board, right? You have these little standoffs that are your characters. You have the uh, token pieces that are the targets, and they, as you flip them over, it reveals what the target is. Sometimes it's treasure, sometimes it's somebody you have to kill. Um, you have to avoid the guards, and you have to move around the city. So um, it's it's very um, uh, it, 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 you you have to think ahead, you have to plan. And it's um, it, it's a fun, fun game. Let me do the stats. Two to four players, uh, according to BoardGameGeek.com, the community two to four, best two to three. 30-minute playtime, age 15 plus, community says eight plus. Here we go. Here's the weight. 1.71 out of five for a complexity rating. So you don't really have to know what assassin's creed is to play this game and enjoy it that's what i got out of it i think if you know the game if you appreciate the game and you understand the mechanics of the video game and of the different players you would use in the game i think you'll get more out of this um but uh, it just looked like it'd be a lot of fun easy setup easy to play easy to learn category is uh, video game theme mechanism hand management pick up and deliver right because you got to pick up your your um your treasure and you have to get it back to your starting point in order for you to collect those points to win the game um and that's about all they have here I'll go through some of the prices uh if you if you use some of the stores that are available on boardgamegeek.com you can get the game for as little as $15 oh, it goes nice. up to as high as $40 And I found it on Amazon for a whopping $77.77. It's been out since
3: 2014.
0: Well, it's down from uh, $85. Um, It's been out since 2014. My guess is that they stopped printing it. So there's limited numbers out there. And it it is what it is. Well, like I said, if you are a fan of Assassin's Creed, and you want to engage some other folks in the the world, this might be the way to do it. Um, you can share your love of the game with some friends or some family, or maybe your friends are your family, or maybe your family are your friends. I don't know. I, I don't have that. Um, but Assassin's Creed Arena, the board game. Look it up on BoardGameGeek.com
1: that's hmm. uh funny that it was an assassin's creed game because paul i don't know if you realize this we skipped the players club Which we did, did.
3: because you know shit got weird yeah uh,
1: um but I, I was going to bring up and this ties into what you're saying uh over my uh, my trip on the way there and back i started playing the first assassin's creed game on my steam deck um and the interesting i'm not going to get into that it's a fucking 20 year old game or whatever uh the other interesting news though I was accepted into the beta test for Assassin's Creed code name Jade, which is a mobile game. There is going to be an NDA. They have not provided that for me to sign yet. I also haven't actually played the game because it doesn't go live until tomorrow. So I'm pretty sure I can say whatever I want. Um, once this gets rolling, I may not be able to talk about it. Uh, in you know very detailed terms, but once the terms of the NDA, the NDA expire, I'm definitely going to talk about it on the show because um, it, th- this looks like it's going to be a fully functional Assassin's Creed mobile game. Uh, well, I, yeah, I just insane. Uh, I mean, just the download size itself was was huge. This is like like a, a real real video game release. So I'm really excited. Can't wait to share it with you guys when they let me.
3: Right. Very cool. And on that note, I think we're going to throw it to commercial. Stick with us, guys. We'll be back with the news.
4: is coming August 25th and 26th at the Vernon Downs Convention Center in Vernon, New York Event hours, Friday, 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Heroes and Villains After Party for VIP ticket holders, Friday night from 9.30 until 12.30 a.m. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a two-day genre event with the greatest collection of vendors, celebrities, and unique attractions in upstate New York. Get your tickets today at wwwsci fi horrorfest
2: Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come
1: on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in 90 New York. We're open every
2: Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then.
3: Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics.
1: before you assume Mitch McConnell glitching out and freezing last week means he got temporarily disconnected from the Matrix, remember, he could be a robot and Windows forced an update. Here's the news. First up, leprosy is back. Back again. Lepers back. Wash your hands. A new report claims that leprosy has made a comeback and may be endemic to Florida. Yes, Florida. Of course it's Florida. Also known as Hansen's disease, named after the boy band, Central Florida accounts for one-fifth of the new cases reported in 2020. Because what Florida needs is an ancient disease all but eradicated in the modern world. At least this outbreak is not related to vaccine fears or really anything to do with Floridians themselves. Scientists aren't 100% sure how leprosy spreads, but don't think it's related to high So unlike many other problems that they create for themselves, this one's a mystery. I just wonder how long it's going to be before Governor Ron DeSantis comes out and claims that those affected with leprosy are gaining valuable experience for the rest of their life. Next up, a few good green men. Last week, several members of the military told House lawmakers about their experiences with UAPs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. That's the new term for UFOs that lends the dignity to the subject in the same way that using fancy words makes you sound smarter. The media billed this as a historic event, and what we got was, well, not much. They gave details on their accounts, but we're not able to provide any anything beyond that, you know, no real evidence. Not that I expected them to walk Marvin the Martian into the room, but we really aren't in a different place than we were before we started. Guys claim UFOs without proof. The House wants to organize a select committee to investigate this. And it feels like the they think the executive branch needs to be more transparent with the public about what's in the skies above us. Now Not that I don't desperately want to know more about UFOs. I, I feel like this is a dog and pony show. The government shouldn't be hiding UAP information, but don't ask me where my campaign funds come from. How dare you? Seems like our lawmakers have more pressing matters at hand. When the lizard people come to take over, I am sure we will all see the giant ships over our major cities. Just imagine if they show up and say, hey, we left one of our people here to watch over your planet. His name was Jesus. Has anyone seen him? I and mean, mm. either way, when the aliens do show up, I can't wait to watch religions of the world scramble to somehow retroactively add extraterrestrial life to their fairy stories. And finally, pronoun, excuse me. pronouns are they slash them mascara. Ah, Gal Gadot announced that she is developing Wonder Woman 3 with James Gunn and Peter Safran. This is surprising since many characters in the DCEU are being recast under the new leadership. It's good news since while there were both good and bad things about the Snyderverse, Gadot's casting as Wonder Woman was pretty much beyond reproach. It's hard to imagine anyone else in the role at this point. Now I'm just waiting for next week when Gunn will announce Jennifer Holland is Wonder Woman and Godill will be playing a multiverse version who will pass on the mantle and die crashing her invisible jet into General Zod ship while Michael Shannon looks on even more confused as to why he's playing this fucking character again. And that's the news kids. Now remember, Twitter is now X. And if you pay monthly to have your verified blue check mark, you can also now hide that check mark as long as you're a paid user. So you can pay Twitter to have a check mark. Or pay them to not have a check mark, which is the same as not paying for a check mark. Wait, what? I I can see Expros saying I pay for it, but I hide it because I don't like the attention. And then they will tell everyone as often as they can to avoid the attention. Paul?
3: In other news, cotton candy was invented by a dentist. <laughs> of course it was. Back to you, Corbs.
6: Isn't all candy created by a dentist?
3: Probably. Or the lizard elite. One of
6: the two, either that or you
1: know, Willy Wonka. None of what you guys said was remotely true, just so you know. <laughs> Throwing that out there,
3: wait. So, basically, if we boil it down, Wonka is a lizard elite. Fitness. No, that <laughs> motherfucker is not real
2: with his gobstopper and his uh, Oompa Loompas. Make <laughs> fun of the Oompa Loompas.
3: Yeah, you can't make fun of little people anymore. Jeez. You just said what it. I thought God. it. I
2: didn't say it. <laughs> Let's do some midget they're,
0: tossing. They're <laughs> fun to go bowling
2: with. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, we.
1: There t- goes our vertically challenged audience. <laughs> Come talk on!
2: Mid- are you talking it's about midget tossing fun. in your sports segment now, Corbs?
1: Yes. <laughs>
6: Yep. All right. So I guess the main thing this week for sports would have been MLB trade deadline. Not that anybody gives a flying shit, but because I really don't. But Um, so the Mets and the White Sox both decided that they were out of it raised their white flags, and traded away just about everybody. Mets traded away Justin Verlander, who they just signed in the offseason to a three-year, 80-something million-dollar contract. And what do they? where do they trade him to? Houston. Where was he last year? Houston. So they, in essence, signed him for – six months and then traded him back to the same team that he was on before and are gonna pay twenty five million dollars of his salary just to get rid of him. Perfect. Yeah that's that's great. The the Mets is he also traded away what's that?
1: Is he bad? No. No Mets it's just bad.
6: stupid. It's the, stupid Mets, by the are, Mets the Mets are bad. That's all it is. It's not it's not nothing to do with the pitcher. They also traded away their top pitcher and Max Scherzer They traded him to the Texas Rangers. Um They did get a couple of good players in return for him, but still, I mean, this guy's a workhorse. Um, don't know why. I mean, and of course the Mets are saying, Oh, we're not, we're not giving up.
5: (laughs) No, you You already did. did, Yeah. yeah, You just
6: gave up by giving away your top two players who were supposed to be able to take you to the promised land. Um, they traded away uh, a couple of too. um, one to a division rival, one to uh, the Brewers, Um, kind of insignificant trades. The White Sox, my team, uh, they definitely raised the white flag and said, we are done. Uh, They traded away their top two pitchers. Uh, They traded away Lucas Gilito uh, to the Angels, along with uh, Ronaldo Lopez, which is a a reliever for, for the White Sox. They traded away Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly, their top setup man, to the Dodgers. Um, so that's that's a, that's kind of a big deal. The Dodgers are kind of hanging on. Um they're like in the wild card race or something. I, I don't know where they are, but they're they're close. The White Sox also traded their setup, top setup man, to back to the Astro's where he was last year. Uh actually two years ago, two years ago he was he was there. Um the Mets also traded away their closer. To the Marlins, who's in their division. Um, those are some of the big ones. And then the Cardinals got lucky, or not the Car- the Blue Jays got lucky. They traded away, they traded for the Cardinals shortstop, Paul DeYoung, Young, the same day that their shortstop hurt his knee. Yeah. So yeah. their top and he's their top player. Uh it's Bobochet. He got hurt. No, Bob Jr., not Bobuchette. Get it right, Paul. It's his it's his son.
5: Wait, wait,
3: wait. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. I thought they were all clones.
6: They are all clones. <laughs> so yeah, Boba Shet and his son is Boba Jr. And not and not Boba Fett. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they traded away for the, the Cardinal shortstop. So they kinda got lucky in that in that instance, um by picking up a shortstop like literally like twenty minutes. Just before he got hurt, it was something like they were going to, I think they were going to trade for him and have him move to second base. And then this guy got hurt. So they picked up a shortstop without even knowing they needed a shortstop, which is kind of cool, I guess. Not for Bo, I guess, because he's hurt. Um, training camp started this week for, I think, most teams,
2: Jack. Is that right? Is it this week? That's correct. Yeah. So, the Chiefs have been in the like nine already practices already, which is weird. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Joe
6: Burrow signed. Is it? Justin Herbert, he signed his he signed his new contract in the offseason. Um, so they were talking about that today on Sports Center about what he needs to do to get over the hump and all that stuff. I didn't watch it, but I mean you got some some big signings and stuff like that. Um Delvin Cook still hasn't signed. Um Ezekiel Elliott still Elliott still not signed for the for the running backs. Um Running backs, unfortunately, I think are a dime a dozen. Uh, we talked about this last week, the whole running backs just not being re- easily replaced, I guess is is what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, what else? Oh, Brownie. I guess we talked about that last week, too. Um, he's out. He's doing better. Um, he's home resting. Um, they're not sure if he's going to go back and join USC. Um, he had a cardiac arrest, which I found an article that's actually different than actually a heart attack. It's not a heart attack. So it, it's, it's weird. Um, a cardiac arrest is basically when the heart stops beating and no longer pumps blood. Ah. The rest of the body is deprived of oxygen, which causes a loss of consciousness. A heart attack is on the other hand is where the heart muscle itself does not get enough blood so that's the that's the difference if you can understand the difference i guess Mm -hmm. so um but yeah like i said he's home he's doing better um they're not sure like i said not sure if he's going to go back and join usc right away i'm assuming he'll go back at some point Um, it's it's a and i found out that it's actually kind of common um it happens to about 800,000 people a year, this cardiac arrest and one in 5,000 athletes have a chance of this happening to them, which is kind of odd. I mean, I you, you don't hear about it all that much, but now you're hearing about it a little bit more, I guess. So I said, like I said, I found an article just recently about that. So I was just kind of reading through it. Um, but I assumed it was kind of a heart attack that he had had, but it wasn't. Hmm. So, which I guess is different, and they're able to, um, obviously, able to get it started again and all that stuff. And he thinks it's doing better. So, again, you know, everybody wishes him the best and hope to God that he is can, you know, he's obviously functioning and whatnot. So, but we'll see about him getting back on the court. I'd love to see him get back on the court. But, again, now it's more of um, life as opposed to basketball. Is he going to be able to live a normal life and and whatnot? So, um, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't got much else for sports. uh,
1: That just sounds like reasons not to uh, engage in physical activity. Right. the risk of cardiac arrest.
3: Same reason why I don't go to the gym.
6: That's the only reason you don't go to the gym? Mm. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and then I guess you know, the big thing is is uh, SummerSlam. Yes, is this weekend.
1: I can't talk wrestling this week because I have not. I'm not caught up because I've been gone, so I have no idea yeah. what happened.
3: Are That's
6: you taping? All right. are you taping E.W. Paul?
3: Yes, I am. Episode okay. two hundred talking- of Dynamite tonight.
6: <laughs> Dynamite, and was that was this episode two hundred. Yes. I didn't I, did I didn't see the beginning part. I didn't see the beginning
3: of it. Um, so I, I know I, I it was already spoiled for me on Facebook and I won't do it to you guys but I know there was already something big that happened.
5: I somebody made it happened. an
3: appearance.
6: Yep. Okay, and then I know what you're talking about, but I didn't okay. see that. I actually watched that.
3: Nice. I wish I would have been able to see that. It was live. nice.
6: I was I was uh, I was actually pretty happy that that happened. I'm a big fan of the guy that came out. Yes. I was
5: had Paul Yes. Yeah. yeah you
3: it. <laughs> no, it was Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. He was there.
5: It's a good, it's a good trick.
3: Teal, uh, Teal dug him up, threw him into the ring. <laughs> I saw problem. a
1: video of Hogan wrestling in Japan back in, I don't know, the 80s or whatever, with him doing enziguris. Whole and doing different all Hogan, stuff. yes. Whoa.
3: I've seen that video. I know what you're talking about. It's, it's yeah. He really can do more than just a leg drop and poking out.
6: So was that before he had the twenty four inch pythons?
3: No, he had them, but it's uh he did a tour of Japan for a little while. Yeah,
6: there was, a, there was there was his
3: thumb. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, because I think Vince wanted something from him, and he well, told sure. Vince to go, go fuck himself or whatever, and he's like, I'm not well, gonna sign. I think him that's what
3: Vince wanted from him. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Vince probably wanted him to bend over. And like he wants everybody else to do
3: vince does like blondes it's
6: so. true damn
4: true
3: <laughs> all right let's keep this thing rolling let's move it right along to jack's trivia time of the week story time whatever we're fucking. you're calling never it gonna get anymore. this right are you no and i'm the one that fucking designed the fucking opening for it so take it away
2: it- Hey, Hugh you were off last week pick a number between 1 and 4 going to 2, it's gonna be two. <laughs> what popular drink was in re- originally invented as an ice cream topping what popular drink was originally invented as an ice cream topping believe it or not I knew all 4 of these trivia questions I don't know why I knew them but I knew these Mountain Dew. No. Mountain Dew was actually an answer to a question a couple weeks ago. That's right. From an episode um,
3: that just was released. Five minutes ago. Dr. Yes. Pepper.
2: No.
1: I have no idea.
3: Yoohoo.
2: No. And that's just chocolate and water. Chocolate that's syrup and a, water.
3: That's a, a lot a more water than chocolate.
2: a and yeah. root beer. No. What did you say, corpse? I said, yeah, uh, that's not a soft uh, Who's not a soft drink. No, it's not a soft drink. It's a soft drink, though. But, it's a yes. soft drink. I'm I'm gonna say no, something it, like it, I like it's not uh, a, Well, it's not a soft drink. It's a popular drink. So it could it's a popular drink. Popular drink. Oh, it makes things different. Do you Some want to take us yeah. I know. You're gonna be like, oh okay, I guess that makes sense, but yeah, it's like no. a no. That doesn't done. make any sense. I wanna say like uh, Nestle Nestle quick or something like that. Hawaiian punch.
0: Is it ice cream <laughs> wow. topping?
2: Yeah. The, the no. red flavoring. Yeah. All no. right, Kaz. One, three, or four? Four. What is the most grown crop in the United States? It's either, it's what is either, the most grown crop?
0: It's either corn or soybeans. I don't think it's wheat. Not yet. I was about no. saying not saying
2: that yet. Yeah, wheat um, will be eventually.
0: I'm going to say corn.
2: Final answer? Yeah. Finally going with his gut. He got one right. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I would have thought
3: it was soy, honestly. I would,
2: was, I would have thought it was corn, too. So, yeah. Soy Soy is up and coming. I mean, it is. Because farmers,
0: what they'll do is they'll plant corn one year and soy the next. Yeah. Because yep. that's how they rotate the
2: fields. Yes. Well, right. they, they rotate the
1: fields. So. Kev,
2: good job going with your gut, though. I'm proud of you. So.
3: Wow. Nothing like cutting the man off. Look at that. He's like,
2: done.
1: I'm That's so on. proud of you. I'm not going to let you talk.
2: Nope. <laughs> All right. Paul. Three. How many time zones are in the United States, Mr. Traveler? <laughs> how many time zones um, are in the United States?
3: I know for sure there's at least three. So I'm going to say five.
2: No. No. Is it three? Three. <laughs> No, <laughs> exactly. I knew you are going with that.
3: Thirty-seven.
2: No.
1: Five is wrong. Five is wrong. Then it must be four.
2: And it's nope. not four. It's, it's not three. It's not six.
0: How could it be six?
3: If no one said it was. Just, what is it, Jack? Well, we don't have six. A clue.
2: it's six. It's six. How though? How? What, what are, are they? they? So I think it's like the eastern. Midwest. I think you're thinking Alaska and Hawaii have one too.
1: Pacific. Oh. And then mm-hmm. mount,
2: Mountain time. Mountain time. Yeah. yeah. Eastern. Mid Mountain. Pacific. Alaska and Hawaii. Oh. Okay. All right. Corbs.
3: Are you really gonna I make him what? say number one?
2: <laughs> yeah, say number one, buddy. <laughs> there you go. That's what I wanted. Uh, in what country did fireworks originate from?
6: Uh, Japan. No.
3: You're close, though. It's, it's Japan are, or China.
0: China. But you
2: already said Japan, so let's yeah. go to another person.
0: <laughs> China.
2: China is right. I knew it was over there. Well,
5: why did okay. I know
0: that? Paul was right there is really only five time zones even though oh. because no there is no because okay. two Go of ahead. them two of them have the same time they have different names but the same time pacific and mountain are identical
2: i learned something new today Good except job.
0: for except for when it's not um uh what do they call it um
5: daylight
2: savings daylight huh? savings daylight savings, daylight yeah. savings.
0: okay,
2: okay. okay very good um so real quick in 1776 the formal signing of the declaration of independence was done in 1909 the first u.s penny was released and in 1999 bruce willis and Haley joel osmond had six cents come out and then um also yeah right 28 years old christoph porzingis the nba basketball player Austin Theory is 26 today. WWE wrestler. And for Paul, you actor, better. And, actor and director Kevin Smith is 53 today. Today? Today. today. As and you then, record.
3: August 2nd. The 2nd, 2nd. Yes. The 2nd August of August.
2: 2nd. Wow. And then also, Hugh, for your news segment, let's pay a moment of silence for Pee Wee Herman. Ah! You he said the word. He's He passed away at 70 years old. Of cancer the other After day. After a
3: six year battle of cancer. Yes. He
5: yep. you know,
6: he, dude, I watched something on him on the news of the other day. You know, he never told anybody he had cancer. No. He, he never got, did. He never, he to never revealed uh, it. Yeah. Never revealed, revealed it. Even his close friends didn't know he had it. And now
3: he's off to that giant playhouse in the sky.
6: Or, sorry. Or adult theater in the sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on. That was one time. <laughs> he he we know that's <laughs> all that counts
6: that's he only got right. called once
1: all so, right
3: um let me look at the show notes
6: so topic, are you...
3: that's right yes it's time for me to tell you guys the weekly topic okay oh look at that perfect timing <clears throat>
5: quick, if you hid.
0: <laughs> wow i'm just kidding
3: I, I didn't even hear what you said actually we he just keeps cutting you off. that's all <laughs> if you had to give advice to your twelve year old self, what would you tell yourself? Oh mm-hmm. God one piece of it. advice I got it' I really don't mind <laughs> I got it <laughs> and the uh the fellas will tell you that when we come back. <laughs> stick with us guys.
2: Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in Ninety New York.
1: We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then.
3: <laughs> Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics.
4: Fest is coming August 25th and 26th at the Vernon Downs Convention Center in Vernon, New York. Event hours, Friday, 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Heroes and Villains After Party for VIP ticket holders, Friday night from 9.30 until 12.30 a.m. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a two-day genre event with the greatest collection of vendors, celebrities, and unique attractions in upstate New York. Get your tickets today at wwwsci fi dot com
3: Music means it's time for the weekly topic. Let me reiterate: if you had to give advice to your twelve-year-old self, what one piece of advice would you give? Hit it. All
0: right. All right.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: go, go ahead. Down. You go. Okay. All right. I, super. Go. You, you go first. You go first. Mine's easy.
1: Jesus. All right. Um, I was weighing quite a few. I was thinking buy Apple stock. I was also thinking, you know, a little more esoteric nothing is true everything is permitted but my 12 year old self wouldn't understand that so i guess the best advice i could give my 12 year old self is learn to fix cars mm-hmm.
3: very good advice makes you much more self-reliant
1: you, you always will be able to make money mm-hmm. decent good good money too so yes mm-hmm.
3: yeah kevin you're on next
0: well, I, Hugh pretty well hit it already. Um, I would just tell him that initially I wrote down by Microsoft, but okay. I added by Microsoft and Apple, um, because I mean at twelve that would have put me right in that sweet spot of right before uh, Microsoft went public, and uh, I think that would have been the time to invest every single dollar I made at Eddie's Big M, uh, at, at the age of fourteen. It wasn't twelve. I was two years later. Um, but Eddie's Big M in Mexico, New York, so that would have been a great place to put it instead of into comic books. Wait, you worked for the Big M, too? Oh, yeah. Big M, bros. I worked in the one in Jordan. That was the only employer in town. Everybody in Mexico worked for the Big (laughs) M. All
3: right. Which one of the Corbs twins wants to go for next?
2: I'll go, Corbs. You think about it. So, um... (laughs) If um, I could give my... 12 year old self some advice so i know that always in school there's always those clicks like the popular the jocks the all like there's always different clicks just like we all know about it now because we're older now because we don't give a fuck so literally um your 12 year old self you're always thinking it's like oh my god am i fitting in am i getting what's going on oh my god i'm like Ch- chill the fuck down it's gonna Nothing be fine.
1: before 30 matters
2: exactly <laughs> just just be your fucking self and you'll be all right like literally i remember i was 12 years old and we had carnations we could buy the girls and i had a crush <laughs> yeah and i literally went back and forth back and forth like from her table like, i did not know what to do she's like just give me the carnation i'm like oh okay here you go <laughs> so it's like calm down you're gonna be fine just chill just be yourself because like you're, when you're 12, you don't know that at that time. If you had this confidence when you were 12, it would be different. But it's like, just be here. I just be get okay. in every fight I avoided. Every single one. Every single nice. one. Nice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just be yourself. That's basically what I gotta say. Bitches be crazy. Bitches be crazy for sure.
3: All right, go
5: ahead. You still be crazy.
2: <laughs>
3: Corpse.
6: Yeah. Corbs. <laughs> uh, well, for me, it's twofold. Uh, I would tell my twelve-year-old, or I can't remember, a little bit older, when I was in ninth grade, to actually study and do the schoolwork.
3: <laughs> do the work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do the, the fucking work.
6: Yeah. Well, that was the year I came to my parents and told them I was taking the year off from school. I wasn't dropping out of school. But I was taking the year off. I was going to do just enough to get by.
3: I'll be there. I ain't doing shit.
6: <laughs> exactly what I told him. I said, I'm going to school, but I'm just doing just enough to get by. And I did just that. Um, And I fucked myself in the long run by doing that.
3: There's a whole market for that, too, I think. you, know, you could. Yeah, there is
6: a whole market for that. that. And then the other thing, other one I would tell myself is, in the same year, when I went and tried out for baseball that year, the head coach for the JV team asked me to switch positions and I told him no. And I regret doing that. He wanted me to switch from first base to catcher. And I told him that I didn't want to be a catcher. But in hindsight, it was the best way to get where I wanted to be. And I should have taken that opportunity when I had the chance, and I didn't. So
3: base down biting the pillow.
6: No, I'm in that position every night.
1: Well, I just learned way more about Kelly than I wanted to know.
2: I was just gonna say something, to
1: but I mean, good on you for being an open-minded hey. man in the year two thousand twenty-three. All right, you're wrong with that. You. So, so Corb's statement.
6: Wait, 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 wait! If you're if you're. Base- gonna- is tell me something about that. Down down. Is your what you're going to tell That's me? 12 12. I don't want to no. know. It, buddy, okay. Just leave that to yourself.
3: No, just between what, what he said and, and Hugh's affirmation leads into what <laughs> mine was. And that is, really? people's opinions don't matter. Because no. again, I was the kid that avoided fights and everything. Even though know, I was bigger than everybody, I still avoided the fights. I didn't want to make waves. I was very self conscious, which is funny because now I'm. The fucking egomaniac of the show, but (laughs) I, uh I was, I was not that guy growing up, going weaving my way through fucking Jordan Elbridge junior senior high school, um until I hit the epiphany, my sophomore year, that fuck these fucking fuckers like they don't matter, and that I speak about fucking terror in the school, but that's a whole different story for the the Patreon we don't have, um but yes. People's opinions don't matter. Nope. Oh. So you want to bite that pillow, Corbs? You fucking bite that pillow
6: every night,
2: and you go catch. <laughs> Ironically, it's the same statement. <laughs> right.
1: I'm just wondering how no one has made the Ren and Stimpy joke, but okay. Hit
2: happy us with joy, it, joy, then. Cause... Happy joy joy.
1: No, no. The, remember know, when they when they brought it uh, when they brought Ren and Stimpy back, but they brought it back as an adult show instead of a kid's show and like the very first episode ended with them under a blanket with one of them going you're uh, i'm the pitcher you're the catcher i'm the pitcher you're the catcher whatever," <laughs> and, and and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> mind you i didn't since i we've talked about it, i didn't have cable i'd never seen the original ren and stimpy so when they brought it back i think spike tv did it. i was like "Ooh, i never got to watch this and then i was like holy like, shit this was a kid's show
2: I remember my mom got pissed at us. We would watch it always after church on Sundays. My mom like, you're not watching that filth. I'm like, fuck you. We're watching this.
3: She was right.
2: <laughs> it was filth.
3: Yeah, but it was funny filth.
0: It was. Did, did did everybody get theirs?
3: Yes. I ever. All, right, all right. All
0: right.
3: So let's keep it moving. Right into the midstream report. Guys, what you watching?
2: Mm-hmm justified city primeval timothy elephant i mean elephant um so (laughs) okay you're
3: going back two weeks there
2: i know i know so um still geeked out about the show um like i said i watched the original justified i got to binge it but now i have to watch week by week but such a great show um getting better and better hopefully they have a second season because there's only eight episodes this season really good show um Corbs, you'll like this one. Finally got around to watch. Um, so I'll always be watching Star Wars movies, Karate Kid movies, and Rocky movies. I finally watched Creed 3. Um, okay. Creed 3 was not bad. I get it. It's more of the same. But Michael B. Jordan directed this one, which I thought was cool. Uh, Jonathan, what's his name again? Majors. Jeff- yeah, he was in it. Yeah. But the way th- The way this movie was shot was really cool. So I thought like the camera work was really well done for it, the camera angles. Um it was kind of cool seeing in Creed three Drago's son. They respect each other now. So I thought that was kind of neat. So um of course this was the first one Stallone wasn't in. So he did all the Rocky movies. He did all he did Creed one and two, but he didn't do Creed Three. So And you know why I mean, he didn't do it, right? He wants it he wants it to be a it's separate. He
5: doesn't right. want it
2: to be a Rocky to be associated with Creed. He wants it to be right. separate. Because I think the first plot for Creed three was, um Clubber Lane's son. I'm like, come yeah. on, now, yeah. So I was like, come on, don't do that.
6: Yeah, yeah. It was um, supposed
2: to be Creed one
6: he was supposed to face clever Lane's son. Second one he's supposed to face Drago's son. Right. And then I think this the last one I can't remember. The this one here I think it was
2: supposed to be. Um...
3: He beats up Rocky because it's always fun to beat up old man.
2: <laughs> no, but like yeah, it was his childhood friend. But like um, so yeah. there is yeah. gonna be a there is gonna be a Creed four, but. That is that going leave. to
3: address his childhood friend's um penchant for beating <laughs> up women,
2: or I don't if know if that's but,
1: actually the case?
2: But it is cool though. Like literally after you watch like these Rocky or Creed movies, I've always had the motion because like you always want to work out. It's like oh that's so cool. Like I've always wanted it. Like it's just so motivating watching them because I remember Rocky Four. My mom like when you could re- uh, v- record on a VHS tape. He's like going up the mountains and all that, and he's gonna say Drago and all that. I remember watching that on repeat all over and over again so i was like okay here comes the scene and he goes up to go to the mountain it goes right to a soap opera my mom dvr'd like no, well, not dvr she videotaped over the rocky scene I'm like mom she's like sorry i needed a vhs tape i'm like god damn it so but the, so basically justified and creed 3 i watched this week nice yes sir
1: all right I'll go. Um, I watched um, Insidious, the red door today uh, that unexpectedly came to uh, be available for rent yesterday uh, and video on demand platforms, which wasn't expected because just like the day earlier, they announced that it was the highest grossing film in the franchise um, so far and then the next day it's on fucking it. it's been out for like two weeks i'm like you know they they must plan this shit now like because i'm sure that they plan stuff but they must like the day the movie comes out in theaters they must have all the technical stuff set up to just press a button and release <laughs> the home video because goddamn, it happened so fast um i just can't believe that it, it hit home that quickly um decent movie uh it was a good closing chapter to the 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 trilogy uh they, did they leave the door open? Not entirely sure. Uh, I think it's probably done, uh, but it was good. I enjoyed it. The other thing, though, I'm even more excited about is Heels is back. The first episode was fantastic. I haven't watched and, it yet. But... Oh, if you're not watching Heels, you need to watch Heels. Oh, I, I I show. have a DVR.
6: And I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
3: I need stars. Yeah. That's my problem. So that's all I got. Okay. Corbs. All
6: right. Where did I get? Up to last week before my shit cut out. Oh, I hate your face! <laughs> I forgot.
3: I forgot yeah. about that too. So, so you I, mean, I was talking. know
6: I was talking about the Mayans. Um, yes, I, I believe that's that. where you were. Um, they literally just killed everybody. I mean, that's, that's what true. you
3: were telling us. Yes. Yeah,
6: I mean, literally, they killed Easy, who's the was the main character. Um, his brother got out. His the other antagonist uh the guy who ran the cartel his wife killed him and then killed his bodyguard and made it look like a uh
3: murder suicide
6: murder suicide like a lovers spat yeah i uh, it, it was wild they they killed off the basically killed off the entire club when the ETF came in the, broke in at the very end and you hear a bunch of gunshots so the basically the group that was in Sons of Anarchy that was their main antagonist and then became they became allies
5: mm-hmm. they
6: became antagonists again and at the end that club was completely wiped out the mayans uh sam san pedro sam santa padre their club got completely wiped out by the atf um what else i watched a bunch of stuff. i watched mother on netflix i think i talked
0: What was them. that honestly how was that i liked it it it's different. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was good in it, um, but it's the effects didn't look like they were all that good. The effects aren't that great. It,
6: it, it's basically it's basically kind of looks like it was kind of done in a hurry. Um, but it wasn't bad. I mean, it, for being on Netflix and being a, a Netflix movie, it's okay um i don't know if it's worth a watch i saw it and was like oh i want to see this because i saw something i watched like shotgun wedding with her in it which was i thought was pretty good um this one again wasn't wasn't as great um like i said i don't know if i would even recommend it as a watch i think i was just like oh i saw this i want to watch it um i did watch something else on netflix it's called muscles and mayhem it's about the american gladiators oh my oh, god porn! Mm-hmm. And the, the whole show, how it became, how it got created, and then how it, you know, it grew, and then just died off all of a sudden. And they'd go through the whole thing. Um, how it started out, um, it started out with, I think, five or six gladiators. And then they added a couple more. Like, they would add gladiators, and then guys would get hurt. And once you got hurt, you were done. Like, they cut you, and you didn't get paid. You're Run. out the door. No no benefits, no nothing. Like these, these guys signed the worst, these gladiators signed the worst contract you could ever sign. And then when they held out to get more money and get the rice, because they were making uh merchandise, lunch pails, action figures, all yeah, this there stuff.
3: were toys. Yeah.
6: And they were getting none of that profit. They got nothing. They basically got like a thousand dollars a week when they were performing so if they didn't perform if they weren't if they got hurt and weren't performing they didn't get paid and they had no medical so when they got hurt they basically had to continue to work hurt so if they heard something they they continued to to perform and and do all this stuff hurt and then when the the main cast or the main group of gladiators held out for more money they fired them all and brought in cool. new guys, and that's when it just nosedived. Right after they they cut all like the the main character, the main gladiators, because they they held out because they realized the contract they signed, they weren't getting anything, and they weren't getting any of the the merchandise profits. They were they weren't getting even one tenth of anything. They got nothing, and they were making millions of dollars. So they they got they got nothing. So they were like, well, we're gonna hold out and try to get something out of this and they were like the sam sam Goldwyn, i think it was Goldwyn productions was making it he basically like well you're replaceable so yep they cut them all they fired them all like literally and they didn't bring them in and tell them they were fired like they just didn't tell them they just didn't tell them when to report and when they called up and said what what's going on how come we haven't oh you were fired And that was it. No, they didn't bring you into the office and fire you like you. We get fired at a normal job. It was literally they didn't say report to production on August first. It was just you called on August first and said, "When are we starting production?" They said, "Well, we we already started and you've been fired, and you get nothing on top of that." So that was a that was pretty interesting. I I have to admit I was I, I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, I remember the American Gladiators." So I started watching it just on the on the shit chance that it was good and it really was so that i would recommend watching if you watched american gladiators and you like the american gladiators tv show um i mean it goes through everything i mean how these guys went from basically nothing i mean they were doing steroids and they weren't supposed to be they were drinking you know doing drugs and all that stuff stuff they weren't supposed to be doing they talk about the stuff that they were doing the steroids that they were using and stuff like that and how they were how they got around it when they tested. So it's not like testing nowadays where you they show up and they test. They they called you and said, You're gonna be tested in sixty days. Mm-hmm. You had a chance to, to get it out of your system. So that's how they beat this. That's how they beat the system. They they were giving them ample notice when they were going to be tested. So they stopped taking the steroids at that time, got it out of their system.
3: Yeah, flushed the system.
6: Right. Yeah. And then they were clean. And then once they were clean, they started using again so oh, and you damn. can see the difference like they show the difference when the guy started nah. to the second season from the second season to the third season and then during I think the third and fourth season they took a, they took the show on the road they oh, did, like, okay. 100 so they did, like
3: and, Arena tours yeah yeah
6: they did, like 120 Arenas in like 160 days or something like that I mean it was
3: trying to kill these guys
6: (laughs) yeah basically what they were doing and these guys and they so that's when they you know the first 25 30 40 shows these guys were all performing and then they started getting hurt and they're like we need other gladiators so then they brought in like
3: the new guys yeah new
6: guys and then they brought in more people and then when these guys held out they're like well we don't need you anymore we have a surplus now
3: yeah yeah we have laser and
2: yeah blazer
3: blazer (laughs) Blazer. pillow pillow biter
2: and Larry Zonka as well. Hello, boy, <laughs> So,
6: that was, uh, like I said, that was pretty good. Um, tried to catch up on Dead City. Um, still two episodes behind on that. I,
3: I think we're at the same spot then, because I think I'm either at episode, I'm mean, at episode four. We just finished episode four the other night.
6: Yeah, I got five and six, next, so I got to watch. So Yeah, same. So, but um, what else did I watch? I think that's about it.
0: So. Well, I got a couple. Go for a couple. it, Kev. The wife is deeply, deeply, deeply embedded in Rebels. She's w- well into season two. Um, they just revealed who Fulcrum is. Um, <clears> I, had a, I had it wrong. I okay, really made a mistake. I watched Rebels before I watched Clone Wars. I didn't realize how much I missed in Rebels by not watching Clone Wars first. I'm watching as much as I can with her through Rebels and I'm just like wow. Uh, I should, yeah, it's wow. It's really really good. If you haven't if you haven't watched Clone Wars, do it. Me. Then watch Rebels right directly after. In, in fact, if you really want to do it right, watch watch Clone Wars then um episode 3. Well, episode 3 but episode three during the last season, you know, season seven of Clone Wars, you'll know where to watch it because you'll get to a point where you're like, oh, oh, I got to stop here and watch episode three, and, and you do that, and then you go back to Clone Wars. So it's not, it, it's not before season seven; it's in the middle, in or in the minute. midst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the last seven.
2: four episodes of yeah. season
0: seven. Yeah, but definitely do that, and then watch Bad Batch, right? Because Bad Batch happens before, well, well before. Rebels, because the beginning, the very beginning of Bad Batch matters to yes, the to the end of Rebels. I'm not going to see anything more than that. Um, if you haven't watched it, then uh, I'm not I'm not going to spoil it for you. But if you have watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well played, um, it, it, it it's so worthwhile. Dave feloni's a fucking genius, and, and anyway, just just do it, just do it.
6: Oh, can I ask? Can I ask a quick question? Are the episodes of the Clone Wars, Bad Batch, are they're they cartoons, that much I know, right?
0: They're animated, yep.
6: yep. And are they 30-minute episodes? 20, 24. Okay, so like a normal, like if you were to watch them on TV, they would be 30-minute episodes. Yep. Obviously, without the commercials, it cuts it down to... Yep. Okay. Orbs, do
3: you have Disney Plus? I do. That's all there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Last four episodes of Clone Wars, we've talked about it, Corbes. Those are way better than the whole sequel trilogy of Star Wars. You sh- would love that. You'll have a side story of Episode Three for sure.
0: Okay, there's so much content in there, and it makes you feel so differently about some of the some of the primary characters that you've gotten to know uh, throughout Star Wars. You you will you will walk away with a completely different feeling, and you'll have this new this new character that you never knew before. And you, you'll get to watch her, you know, grow throughout the entire Clone Wars series, and, mm. and it's it's really good.
3: And I, I really would good. even venture to say that is one of the best new characters created in the Star Wars mythos.
0: Really yeah. is. I mean, she's she's deep. History her history is, yeah. Mm-hmm. and she used to be a, a, a leader of rebels in a jungle so there's that um w- the wife and i also watched a couple of movies i watched 65 um i've not heard good things four actors in the entire movie Four. One, two.
3: does that four. count the t-rex t- t-
0: no <laughs> um a a- adam driver uh, an astronaut. Trash lands on a mysterious planet, only to discover it's mysterious prehistoric planet. Earth. So, so Adam Driver is an secret. alien. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. You can pretty well see where it's going the whole time. You know exactly what's going to happen. Um, I think Adam Driver is not a very good actor, and I think this movie really points that out. Um, it, it, as if you know the 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 sequels didn't point that out. Um, but anyway, we watched it in it i i whatever um and we watched john henry uh terry cruz who is definitely not lead role material hmm. wait don't make roll, his don't waste your time
2: no did i actually did like one john henry
3: isn't oh. like the sledgehammer guy from history john henry irons Irons? No, that's where I was going first, but
4: uh,
2: no, no, I no. wanted to see that Kev, so it's not worth it. No,
0: okay. I mean, if you really, if you really have nothing else to do, no. I mean, and like, I mean, th- nothing.
3: Does like, this Trump like hot poker's in the eyes? Or, oh
0: well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I, uh, yeah,
3: I mean, uh, you said Terry Crews is a leading man, so my first thought was to poke my eyes out.
0: Terry Crews is another one of those another one of those actors that no matter what he does, he's still Terry Crews, right? Anyway, with
3: the the pecs popping, yes.
0: Pecs he actually poppin'. Looks like he needs a bra on this one. I mean, really, <laughs> I mean. really. So that's that's what I got.
3: All right, so I guess it's my turn, and then, uh, again, springboarding off of needs a bra. Um, the one thing I've gotten to watch in the last week is Barbie.
2: I saw that too. I don't. I forgot about that. Yeah.
3: You didn't go right. together. No, no thank you God. Do, no, you
0: didn't do the Barbenheimer.
3: No, I, no the whole family went. Um, and and first, I'm going to do a little bit of a hot takes here because I I don't think is a is a a a man and be a white man. I'm allowed to dislike Barbie because I guess that just makes me an awful person. Um, you are. It
6: doesn't make you an
2: awful
3: person. <laughs> I just am. Um, Barbie sucked. And so does that Jason Aldean song.
2: Yeah, Barbie was not great. I'll agree with you on that. It was Let's... fucking stupid. Guess I, it was. I, I went
3: into it with an open mind. Of course Thanks. it is. It was, sure, it's fucking chauvinist. awful. I, I, I'm okay with that then, because it was just a horrible movie. And even Kristen thought so. Madison loved it. She fucking gave it a standing ovation, but Madison. And uh, Kylie was like, well, I guess I liked it. Uh, <laughs> but... The only
0: reason I'd go see it is because Margot Robbie was in it. In yeah, a, and you know, she yeah, is like it's worth it. all of the little
3: it's Barbie. It. It's not, it really is not. There are like I, I laughed twice in the movie, and it was both because of Helen mirren's voiceovers. Hmm.
2: That was funny. I'll give you that. I liked um where you had the creator of Barbie, like she had a couple of cool things to say, but that was about it. It was Rita Pearlman, right? Yes. Yeah, she was cool. But Wait, yeah, they made Will Ferrell Spoiling
3: she... the fucking surprise for people who haven't seen that part. Oh, sorry. I'm just embarrassed. I'm like doing
1: it. a podcast with two guys who've actually seen the Barbie movie. Fucking, no, I
3: Emily, can at least say that my kids wanted to see it. I, I,
0: you I thought it was PG-13. The, yeah,
3: yeah, it, it is it. not for kids. It's not. No. It's not. no what the hell
4: not. you do? What kind of fucking parent are you?
3: Oh. The kind that takes my 13 year old to a movie she wants to see.
2: I know. I wanted to see Oppenheimer, but Emily wanted to see this fuck.
3: Yeah, it was bad. It it's really bad. Don't buy into the hype. It's shit.
0: Nope. and I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're now chauvinist pig. I am. Can we fi- then finish up. But the patriarchy.
6: <laughs> it's
3: fucking patriarchy. Fucking
6: nuggets. So let's go home.
3: Let's do this. All right. My wisdom nuggets. When Miley Cyrus is naked and licks a hammer, it's art and music. But. <laughs> When I do it I'm wasted and have to leave Home Depot. <laughs> Good night everybody and me, bitches.
5: This has been a Geek Pod Network Production.